The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is the day to get your throat blessed. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, February 3rd, 2023, Friday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Blaise, bishop and martyr. Now, we don't know a lot about him, but we know that Blaise was martyred in his Episcopal city of Sebastia, Armenia, in 316. The legendary Acts of St. Blaise were written 400 years later. According to them, Blaise was a good bishop. But persecution still raged in Armenia, and Blaise was apparently forced to flee to the backcountry. He lived as a hermit, but made friends with the wild animals. One day, a group of hunters stumbled upon his cave. They were first surprised, then frightened, because the bishop was kneeling in prayer, surrounded by patiently waiting wolves, lions, and bears. Legend has it that as the hunters hauled Blaze off to prison, a mother came with her young son who had a fishbone lodged in his throat. At Blaze's command, the child was able to cough up the bone. Thus, we still have our throats blessed on St. Blaze Day. Blaze refused to sacrifice to pagan idols. He was beaten, tortured, and eventually executed. St. Blaze. Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome towards those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, in our prayer today, we want to talk a little bit about distractions, distractions that might come up in our prayer. I heard a lovely quotation from a a priest giving a talk who said when two best friends meet their conversation often goes away on certain tangents goes away from what they were originally talking about and and then gradually loops back to the main theme and this priest said it's a little bit like that when we speak with jesus in our prayer that it begins on one topic and then our mind kind of wanders to a different topic and and gradually comes back And this priest was saying that as long as my heart is fixed on Jesus all the time, then it's all prayer because it's it's how one best friend relates to another. Jesus, this is, I found this a very consoling way of of thinking because 
sometimes when we're praying, yeah, we get distracted. Certain things come up in our heads and uh, threaten to make us lose our peace. If we focus too much on the fact that I'm, I'm getting distracted, I can think I've done my prayer badly or I've not been respectful enough or these thoughts can arise in my, in my heart. But actually, if I think of you as, as my best friend, then, then you can cope. Even when my, my mind wanders, if I'm thinking of you all the time or I want to please you all the time and maybe something comes to mind that doesn't please you and so I, you know, I, I'm conscious of that and bring it straight back to you, this all glorifies you. St. Maria commented on how even the most considerate child, he says, plays with the things around him when his father is speaking and, and doesn't really hear what his father is saying. He says this doesn't imply a lack of love, but just the the weakness and littleness that is peculiar to a child, he says in the way. The weakness and littleness peculiar to a child. When I get distracted, Jesus, it's a good reminder to me that that I'm a child. I need you. I need you to guide me. My mind is full of other things and I'd love you to be the only thing in my heart, the only person, the only love that I have. I need you to give me the grace for that to become true. I want it to be true and I recognize it's not completely true. And so I, I want it more. Lord, give me the grace that my heart is all yours, all yours in my periods of prayer, but also in my day that I can keep you with me all day. And why talk of distractions today? Because in the gospel, we see how another kind of distraction proved fatal. So today in the gospel, we see King Herod and the account of St. John the Baptist's death. And so we hear from St. Mark that King Herod was, was so um, delighted at the dancing of his daughter that he said, you know, I'll, I'll do anything. You know, ask me anything you want. He'd allowed his, his heart to become distracted, focusing on the dancing, on, on the party, not focusing on his, his role, his duty, his, his relationship with John. You know, the, the sense that he had that this man was a holy man, this man, whenever he speaks, did something to Herod, you know, did something to Herod's heart, challenged him, brought him closer to the Lord. He allowed himself to be distracted from that. And this very dark request comes from the daughter via the mother, or from the mother via the daughter, rather, to have John the Baptist's head on a dish. And so Herod, seeing his guests and focusing on the guests, not focusing on what's right, again, allowing himself to be distracted, orders the killing of John and this very gruesome gift uh, as, as a present to his daughter, very gruesome end to the gospel. So why talk about distractions? Because the distractions that take place in our prayer actually are the, are the least of our concern. Jesus, we want very much to be focused on you all the time. And, and when we're not, well, we, we allow our mind to gradually come back to you. St. Josemaria talks about like being a traffic warden. You know, just seeing certain thoughts and say, move on, move on, move on, and, and return to you. But some things distract us more seriously. And this is the lesson maybe we can take from today's gospel. That there are places in my life where I can just tune out of what I know is the right thing to do. I know it. Herod knew it. 
there was no there was no doubt in his mind it was a it was a major moment of anxiety for him to realize this is the man i i think is of god and here i am ordering his killing he knew that it was a wrong thing to do you know sometimes we can act out of um you know instant sort of anger or whatever and we regret it immediately but in a sense it wasn't planned well in this in this sense it it was you know, for herod he he planned this he saw it coming and he still chose for his heart to be distracted and and that can be us we can see a moment coming from far off and think i don't think this is what the lord wants i, I know this is what not what the lord wants and different factors peer pressure in the case of herod that was a big factor you know the people around him egging him on and he'd made this promise in front of them all how could he possibly go back the pressure of those around us or what they think of us what they would think of us if we if we acted in a virtuous way these can make us agree to things and go along with things that actually actually we don't want actually we we know the lord doesn't want jesus it's in these moments that we want to ask your grace because we were we're reminded of those words of saint Maria. We're, we're little and weak as children and yet we have the the powerful freedom of of adults that means we can decide for or against you jesus it's 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 frightening to think that we can choose against your will please please give us the grace that our distractions are immediately brought to an end that our heart when it feels inclined to something that's that's not your will just like in our prayer we can immediately bring it back to you and say no jesus you're the one i want it's for you that i want to live it's not for the acclaim of others it's not for um what they think of me that i'm living no i'm living for you i'm living for truth i'm living for what i know to be right it's a lovely uh i discovered um that the the etymology of the word distraction is dis trahere in latin to to um to separate to draw apart so to, to to be distracted is to be drawn away we could say or to be separated from from where i should be focusing its opposite is attraction to be drawn with or drawn towards and this is this is how you relate to us jesus you are the one who draw us you draw me to yourself over and over again in in saint john's gospel we hear this idea of of being drawn drawn to the father drawn to jesus even in the first moments of john's gospel we see those disciples of john the baptist in today's uh, gospel character those earlier disciples of his feel attracted they feel drawn to you jesus and they follow you they say you know where do you live rabbi and you say come and see what a what a mysterious response and yet chimes in with this idea that you you're you're forever drawing us to yourself so lord i invite you to draw me please draw me draw us as we pray together help us to sense ourselves drawn by you attracted to you attracted to choosing what what is good what is holy what is beautiful feeling drawn away maybe from some decisions that are maybe easier to make but actually we know aren't from you we know they're not the way you want us to live they they lead to distractions and in today's gospel we learn some distractions are are fatal some of the distractions we can lose ourselves in get us get ourselves involved in 
we know they're dangerous for our spiritual health, for our relationship with you. So Jesus, maybe maybe even today as we pray, there are some bad decisions we've made. Well, we repent. Maybe we get to confession. Maybe today is possible. Maybe we feel ourselves being distracted. Well, we turn to you and say, Jesus, we want you to be the first. Maybe we're not in a moment of, of distraction as we pray today. Well, praise you, Jesus. Praise you for your grace. Because we know we're not far from the next moment of temptation. But with you, there is nothing to fear, Jesus. So thank you for being close to us. Thank you for wanting us, drawing us, attracting us. Help our hearts to, um, to learn the voice of your heart calling to us. Mary, our mother, please help us to discern the voice of your son, drawing us to himself, calling us to heaven, calling us to happiness. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour and this is Daybreak. It's Friday, February 3rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And the liturgical day begins right now as we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us praise the Lord in whom is all our delight. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people. The flock He shepherds. Come let us praise the Lord. In whom is all our delight. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. 
Although they had seen all of my works, come let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. My God, do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. My My God, God, do do not not reject reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. O God, listen to my prayer. Do not hide from my pleading. Attend to me and reply. With my cares I cannot rest. I tremble at the shouts of the foe, at the cries of the wicked, for they bring down evil upon me. They assail me with fury. My heart is stricken within me. Death's terror is on me. Trembling and fear fall upon me, and horror overwhelms me. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, to fly away and be at rest, so I would escape far away and take refuge in the desert. I would hasten to find shelter from the raging wind, from the destructive storm, O Lord, and from their plotting tongues. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My God, do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. For I can see nothing but violence and strife in the city. Night and day they patrol high on the city walls. It is full of wickedness and evil. It is full of sin. Its streets are never free from tyranny and deceit. If this had been done by an enemy, I could bear his taunts. If a rival had risen against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, my own companion, my intimate friend. How close was the friendship between us. We walked together in harmony in the house of God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
the Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. As for me, I will cry to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening, morning, and at noon, I will cry and lament. He will deliver my soul in peace in the attack against me. For those who fight me are many, but he hears my voice. God will hear and will humble them, the eternal judge, for they will not amend their ways. They have no fear of God. The traitor has turned against his friends. He has broken his word. His speech is softer than butter, but war is in his heart. His words are smoother than oil, but they are naked swords. Entrust your cares to the Lord, and he will support you. He will never allow the just man to stumble. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of death. Deceitful and bloodthirsty men shall not live half their days. O Lord, I will trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you were rejected by your people, betrayed by the kiss of a friend, and deserted by your disciples. Give us the confidence that you had in the Father, and our salvation will be assured. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Children, listen to my words of wisdom. Pay attention to my counsels. A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. On the question of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we beg you, brothers, not to be so easily agitated or terrified, whether by an oracular utterance or rumor or a letter alleged to be ours, into believing that the day of the Lord is here. Let no one seduce you, no matter how, since the mass apostasy has not yet occurred, nor the man of lawlessness been revealed, that son of perdition and adversary who exalts himself above every so-called God proposed for worship, he who seats himself in God's temple and even declares himself to be God. Do you not remember how I used to tell you about these things when I was still with you? You know what restrains him until he shall be revealed in his own time. The secret force of lawlessness is already at work, mind you. But there is one who holds him back until that restrainer shall be taken from the scene. Thereupon, the lawless one will be revealed and the Lord Jesus will destroy him with the breath of his mouth and annihilate him by manifesting his own presence. This lawless one will appear as part of the workings of Satan, accompanied by all the power and signs and wonders at the disposal of falsehood. 
by every seduction the wicked can devise for those destined to ruin, because they have not opened their hearts to the truth in order to be saved. Therefore God is sending upon them a perverse spirit, which leads them to give credence to falsehood, so that all who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in evil doing, will be condemned. We are bound to thank God for you always, beloved brothers in the Lord, because you are the first fruits of those whom God has chosen for salvation in holiness of spirit and fidelity to truth. He called you through our preaching of the good news so that you might achieve the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brothers, stand firm. Hold fast to the traditions you received from us, either by our word or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself, may God our Father who loved us and in his mercy gave us eternal consolation and hope, console your hearts and strengthen them for every good work and word. The sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all on the earth will see the Son of Man coming with great power and majesty. Then the evil one will be revealed, and the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth. And all on the earth will see the Son of Man coming with great power and majesty. A reading from a homily by a spiritual writer of the 4th century. Those who have been considered worthy to go forth as the sons of God and to be born again of the Holy Spirit from on high, and who hold within them the Christ who renews them and fills them with light, are directed by the Spirit in varied and different ways, and in their spiritual repose they are led invisibly in their hearts by grace. At times they are like men who mourn and lament over their fellow men, and pouring forth prayers for the whole human race, they plunge into tears and lamentation, on fire with spiritual love for mankind. At other times they are enkindled by the Spirit with such love and exaltation, that, were it possible, they would clasp in their embrace all mankind, without discrimination, good and bad alike. Sometimes they are cast down below all mankind in lowliness of spirit, so that they reckon theirs to be the lowest and most abject of conditions. And sometimes they are held by the Spirit in ineffable joy. At one time they are like a brave man who puts on the king's full armor and goes down into battle. He fights bravely against the enemy and defeats them. In like manner, the spiritual man takes up the heavenly arms of the Spirit and marches against the enemy and, engaging in battle, tramples the foe beneath his feet. At another time, the soul is at rest in deepest silence, tranquility, and peace, existing in sheer spiritual pleasure and in ineffable repose and a perfect state. Again, the soul is instructed by grace in a certain understanding in the ineffable wisdom and the inscrutable knowledge of the Spirit, on matters which neither tongue nor lips can utter. Then again, 
the soul becomes like any ordinary man. In such varied ways does grace work within them, and many are the means by which it leads the soul, renewing it according to God's will, and training it in different ways, so that it may be set before the Heavenly Father, pure and whole and blameless. We too, therefore, must make our prayer to God, and entreat in love, and in great hope, that He may bestow upon us the heavenly grace of the gift of the Spirit. We pray that we too may be guided by that Spirit, and that He may lead us into the fullness of divine will, and refresh us with the varied kinds of His repose, that by the help of this guidance, exercise of grace, and spiritual advancement, we may be considered worthy to attain to the perfection of the fullness of Christ, as the Apostle says, that you may be filled to the complete fullness of Christ. You have been anointed by the Holy One, and this anointing which you have received from Him has remained with you. You do not need anyone to teach you, for this anointing teaches you all things. Rejoice and be glad in the Lord your God, for He has given us a teacher to instruct us in holiness. You do not need anyone to teach you, for His anointing teaches you all things. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor You with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, Your Son, who lives and reigns with You in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Herod hears about Jesus and recalls that he had John the Baptist executed from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the Baptizer has been raised from the dead. That is why these powers are at work in him. But others said, it is Elijah. And others said, It is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod had sent and seized John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. For John said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias had a grudge against John and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man and kept him safe. When Herod heard John, he was much perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. But an opportunity came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers and officers and the leading men of Galilee. When Herodias' daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will grant it. Whatever you ask me, I will give you. 
even half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? The head of John the Baptizer. Herodias' daughter came in immediately with haste to the king. I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, mm. but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. Immediately the king sent a soldier of the guard and gave orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. John, of course, was a martyr, but have you ever heard of white martyrdom? That's what God is calling most of us to. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Compared with the numbers of the faithful who make up the church, there are few indeed of whom God requires a testimony to their faith by shedding their blood, by giving their life in martyrdom. But he does ask us all to give our lives to him in grateful steps, little by little, with hidden heroism, in the faithful fulfillment of our duty at work, within the family, in our struggle to be always consistent with our Christian faith. He asks us to give the kind of example that stimulates others and wins them over. Because of this, it is not enough for us to live Christ's doctrine interiorly. Any faith that lacked external manifestations would be false. Christians must never give others to understand because of their passivity through their not wanting to commit themselves that they do not hold their faith to be the most important thing in their lives or that they do not consider the church's teaching a vital element in their modes of behavior. The church needs strong and courageous souls who refuse to come to terms with mediocrity, but who will be able to enter all kinds of environments with a sure step. There may sometimes be grave reasons for doing when charity demands that we strengthen waverers by the testimony of our faith. We are asked for a determined confession of faith like that of St. John the Baptist without any inhibiting complexes. It is this steadfastness that will attract them and give them new life. God's honor is paramount above all human considerations. We cannot remain passive when people want to put God into parenthesis in public life or when sectarianism strives to relegate him to a corner of men's consciences. We cannot keep silent with so many around us waiting for a testimony from us that will be consistent with the faith we profess. Such testimony will sometimes consist of giving good example through our professional work, through our charity and understanding for everyone. It will be given by the joy that enables people to discover in us the peace that is born of our relationship with God. At other times, it will consist in keeping silent in the face of an unjust accusation, or in our quiet but forthright defense of the Roman pontiff, or of the hierarchy of the church, or it will consist in our refuting doctrine which is erroneous or confused. 
We should do this always with serenity, without becoming heated or going to extremes that do no good and are not proper to a Christian. At the same time, we must always remain firm. John's fortitude and his coherent life are an example we can imitate. If we follow his example in the ordinary, simple happenings of each day, many of our friends will come to see what motivates us and will be moved by that serene testimony, just as many were converted as they contemplated the martyrdom, the testimony of faith of the first Christians. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, and we pray once again with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart, teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. 
Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Create Create a clean clean heart heart in in me, O God. God. Renew Renew in me a steadfast spirit. spirit. Rejoice, Jerusalem! For through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Rejoice, Jerusalem! For through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Let all men speak of the Lord's majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, holy city, he scourged you for the work of your hands, but will again pity the children of the righteous. Praise the Lord for his goodness, and bless the King of the ages, so that his tent may be rebuilt in you with joy. May he gladden within you all who were captives, all who were ravaged may he cherish within you for all generations to come. A bright light will shine to all parts of the earth. Many nations shall come to you from afar, and the inhabitants of all the limits of the earth, drawn to you by the name of the Lord God, bearing in their hands their gifts for the King of Heaven. Every generation shall give joyful praise in you and shall call you the Chosen One through all ages forever. Go, then, rejoice over the children of the righteous, who shall all be gathered together and shall bless the Lord of the ages. Happy are those who love you, and happy those who rejoice in your prosperity. Happy are all the men who shall grieve over you, over all your chastisements, for they shall rejoice in you as they behold all your joy forever. My spirit blesses the Lord, the great King. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Zion, praise your God, who sent his word to renew the earth. Zion, praise praise your God. God who sent his word to renew the earth. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. 
He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word, and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. O powerful God, it is through your Church, generously endowed with gifts of grace and fortified by the Holy Spirit, that you send out your word to all nations. Strengthen your Church with the best of all food and make it dauntless in faith. Multiply its children to celebrate with one accord the mysteries of your love at the altar on high. Zion, praise your God who sent sent his his word word to renew renew the the earth. earth. A reading from the letter to the cult Galatians. I have been crucified with Christ, and the life I live now is not my own. Christ is living in me. I still live my human life, but it, it is a life of faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Lord Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. The Lord the Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. May he send his strength to rescue me. Indeed, I shall shall cry out out to him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord, the Most Most High, has done good things for me. Indeed, I shall cry out to him. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. We trust in God's concern for every person He has created and redeemed through His Son. Let us, therefore, renew our prayer to Him. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. O God of mercy, guide us towards spiritual growth. Fill our minds with thoughts of truth, justice, and love. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. For your name's sake, do not abandon us forever. And do not annul your covenant. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Accept us, for our hearts are humble and our spirits contrite. And those who trust in you shall not be put to shame. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. You have called us to a prophetic vocation in Christ. Help us proclaim your mighty deeds. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Lord, fill our hearts with your love as morning fills the sky. By living your law, may we have your peace in this life and endless joy in the life to come. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you have a chance, get to Mass today and have your throat blessed. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.